welcome to episode 31 of Insects for Fun. I'm your host, Mitchell Logan, and this week I'm going to tell you all about a giant silk moth known as the hickory horn devil. It's pretty unique as far as giant silk moths go. The regal moth, also known as the royal walnut moth, or the hickory horn devil, is a very large and beautiful moth in my favorite family of moths known as Saturniidae, or the giant silk moth family. I've personally been raising Saturniids for the better half of a decade, starting in my senior year of high school. If people are interested, I might even be able to sell eggs and cocoons for whatever I have at some point in the future. For subscribers of this podcast, of course. Anyway, today we are looking at only one of these beautiful creatures, and one that I personally have never actually seen in real life. This moth is considered common in the southeastern states of the US, and has become incredibly rare in states above New Jersey. I think its current range is actually south of Jersey, west to Ohio, and the edge of the Great Plains down into eastern Texas. But historically speaking, this moth could be found in New England. Unlike the other members of the giant silk moth family, this moth does not produce any silk. Usually Saturniidae moths will weave silken cocoons, which protect their pupae from outside forces. But this moth, along with others in the subfamily Serotocampinae, actually bury into the ground before pupation. This feature makes them and all the other royal moths very difficult to find and tricky to raise. Before I continue, I want to share with you a visual description, because the regal moth or royal walnut moth, true to the name, is a very stunning creature. The body is red with yellow bands, and the wings are gray with red lines going down them. There are also a few yellow ovals in between these red lines, as if someone with a paintbrush decided to just dab some contrasting colors. I highly suggest you check out the Instagram or Facebook page though, because listening alone will not do this moth justice. This moth has the largest mass of any other moth above Mexico, and has a wingspan of 9.5 to 15.5 centimeters. The females are actually larger in this species, which isn't always the case for moths within this family. Earlier, I mentioned how hickory horned devils make pupae in the soil. And you might have noticed I used the word pupae when referring to moths and chrysalids when talking about butterflies. And this is because moths and butterflies actually have separate terms. Usually the pupal stage of a moth involves the production of a cocoon, whereas butterflies will never ever have a silken case protecting their pupa. The term pupa and chrysalis actually mean the same thing, but the reason why butterfly pupae are always referred to as chrysalids comes from the coloration. Moth pupae are almost always a type of brown, and look drab in comparison to the usual shiny and metallic butterfly pupae. The word chrysalis actually originates from the word chrysos, which means gold, and refers to this metallic sheen. But we're getting pretty off topic, so let's take it back. The hickory horned devil is possibly one of the coolest looking giant silk moth caterpillars I've ever seen. And there's a good reason why I got the name. The final instar of this caterpillar is a bluish green color with four small black spiny appendages on each body segment, except for the tail and the first three segments, including the head. Replacing these black spines at the front end are four large red and black tipped devil-like horns 
It almost looks like a ram's head, but with eight horns instead of two. The head in the last body segment are both red in color, and the thorax section has two large black dots where those large devil horns come out. Its six true legs are also red in color, making this thing truly fearsome. Aside from looking super intense, these guys will also sometimes raise their heads and shake them to scare you. But the truth is, this caterpillar can actually do no harm. To be honest, it's one of the more docile ones. You can pet all the spikes and have them crawl all over you and you'll be totally fine. Similar to many other menacing looking animals, it has to look that way if it wants to survive. Another thing is that these caterpillars also happen to be one of the world's largest, reaching a length up to 15 centimeters. Yeah, it actually outsizes the caterpillar to the world's largest moth by at least two centimeters. I will of course be showing pictures of everything on the Instagram page, so I recommend people to follow that or the Facebook page because I forward everything there as well. And if you're wondering where to find those pages, I will put the links in the episode description. Now, hickory horned devils do indeed feed on hickory as a primary host plant, but they also feed on other plants such as walnut, butternut, persimmon, sumac, and sweetgum. And the caterpillars primarily feed during the night when they're still small and vulnerable. During the day, these young caterpillars curl their bodies in the shape of a J to look like bird droppings. And this actually works out well for them because the coloration on their early instars slash molt is black with a brown smudge. As they get larger and scarier, they also get more active during the day and they'll be munching on the leaves nonstop. Adult moths don't feed on anything at all. In fact, all giant silk moths have no functional mouths once they reach adulthood and live purely off the fat they gained as a caterpillar. Most giant silk moths also go through a stage of hibernation known as diapause in the entomology world. And the regal silk moth actually hibernates in the winter underground as a pupa regardless of where it's raised. But the growing season might be shifted depending on which part of the country or world you are in. I say world because you can actually breed these in other countries, like the Netherlands for example. Many people love to raise giant silk moths, and it's not uncommon at all for people to get insects from outside countries to raise for fun. Certain restrictions apply of course if there is an ecological concern, but that will be listed by the supplier. Once the moths eclose from their pupae, they get ready for flight in the case of a male, or they get ready to use pheromones in the case of a female. As with all giant silk moths, the female moth will not fly until after she's mated and she'll actually hang where she closed and release a pheromone trail through her scent wand. It's called a scent wand, but it's not at all like a fairy wand or some other magic controlling stick. Think of it more like the mechanics of a highlighter pen. When the tip of the pen is exposed to the air, it leaves a strong scent trail. The females can choose when to make themselves available by exposing their scent wand, and it is in fact as quick as clicking a highlighter pen. The males have huge antennae for this very reason, because males are constantly on the move, hoping to pick up a scent trail that will lead him to a mate. Now we use the word scent, but it's not a smell at all. In fact, people would never know if a moth was releasing a pheromone, because it truly can only be detected by antennae of moths within the same species. And this is also why female moths tend to have more slim antennae when compared to a male because they're not the ones picking up these pheromones, they're releasing them. 
They do have larger bodies though, because they're carrying hundreds of eggs, as well as the scent wand. Now before I finish today's episode, I want to talk about one more moth species that's closely related to the hickory horn devil, but it's called pine devil. And this species of regal moth feeds exclusively on pine trees, and the color of the caterpillar matches the branches of the trees they feed on. This makes them different shades of brown with black markings, but the body shape is essentially the same as the famous hickory horn devil. The moth is the same shape as well, but the coloring is much more bland. It kind of looks like the walnut moth got left in the toaster too long, or something like that. I'll make sure to post a picture of this one as well. Now if you're interested in learning how to raise a hickory horn devil, I highly recommend checking out Bart Coppin's YouTube video. That's B-A-R-T-C-O-P-P-E-N-S. He goes in depth about how to raise these caterpillars among many other exotic giant silk moths. I watched it to make sure it was legit, and I'm happy to report he knows what he's doing. If you do check out his video, make sure to drop a comment letting him know you came from the Insects for Fun podcast. Maybe in the future, I'll have him on here as a guest. But for now, this concludes today's episode of Insects for Fun. As always, if you've enjoyed the episode and or are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to rate the podcast and review it if you can on whatever platform you're listening. The Instagram and Facebook links will be made available as well as the email in the episode description. Thanks again for listening.